everyone. It's the hating. It's hoop. I hope you guys are liking these like storytelling episodes, by the way. I have a few more that I'm going to do. Um, and then depending on how well received they are, maybe I'll do more or I don't know, but I just have a lot of these and I figured they would make pretty good episodes, pretty good content. Um, so I want to tell a story today. Um, and I've told it on other shows, other podcasts. So if you've heard this before, um, I do apologize. Um, but so, and it's kind of a longer one, but I'm going to try and condense it. Um, but it was the summer of 2010 and, uh, it was between my freshman and sophomore years of college and I was in a band and we, um, decided that we were going to tour the country in a minivan. And I had never booked a tour like this, you know, on this like distance and time and all that stuff. I didn't really know how to do it or what to expect. So I ended up booking an entire U.S. tour in about 17 days, I think it was. It was under 20 days and it was pretty ridiculous, right? So it basically was like play a show, drive 10 hours, play a show, drive 10, 15 hours, like we were really, 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 really covering a lot of distance on that trip. And it was a lot of fun. It really was great. Um, you know, probably ill-advised, but it was, it was a lot of fun, right? It was like my first time playing in, I mean, shit everywhere west of Maryland, basically made a lot of good friends, all that stuff. Right now we played in California and we had some weed and we had some days off basically um, between California and Texas. So we were basically just like, fuck it. We're just going to drive straight through. Like, I think we maybe crashed in Arizona one night, but for the most part, you know what I mean? It was just, we're driving for days (laughs) to get to Texas, to hang out with our friends in like Dallas, Fort Worth area. Right. So we, um, at the time, like my friends and I weren't really doing drugs, drugs, right? Like I hadn't really developed any type of like actual drug problem. Like none of us had, um, we just smoked a lot of weed, right? And we had a couple Adderall pills in the car um, that were prescribed to someone in the car. And we also had like a little bit of podine cough syrup in the car that was also prescribed to someone who was in the car, right? And we just had them, you know, in case we needed them or wanted them because of our like long driving schedule, you know, whatever. Um, the only issue is that the person who, um, like, the person who brought these things um, ended up scratching their name off of the bottle because they thought that it would be better if we got caught that their name wasn't on it if they weren't around as opposed to if their name was on it, which like, you know, obviously like now is a dumb idea. But at the time we were like, whatever, you know, I was like 19, whatever. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, we, um, we drive from California and we, we crash in Arizona, I think. And so then we, we keep on going and, um, we get to Texas and decide that we're just going to drive straight through. Like, you know, I was asleep in the back when we get like 
really into like the heart of like West Texas. And um, uh, two of the people in the car were like awake and they're like, fuck it, we'll just stay up and drive. And so we're like, okay, fine, whatever. So I fall asleep in the back and I wake up to us being at what I think is just like a toll booth, right? The bright lights, we stop the car, there's like a bunch of people standing around. Um, and quickly realize it is not a toll booth and instead it is a border uh, patrol checkpoint. We didn't cross the border or anything, it's just on that stretch of the highway down there. And so, yeah. I didn't know what was really going on, but apparently, like, the other guys had, like, smoked a blunt, like, right before we got there. And so, we the car smelled like weed, and we roll down the window, and the Border Patrol guy basically leans in and looks at all of us and tells us to get out of the car. So, we get out of the car, they line us up, like, away from the vehicle, right? And the guy comes over, and he's like, all right, look. We know that you guys have drugs. We can smell the weed. So either you give it to us right now, or we're going to look through your vehicle and we're going to tear this shit apart. You know, we had like all of our gear in there. So we're like, fuck it. Like, okay, take our fucking shit because we had like less than an eighth of fucking weed on us, right? We had like maybe a gram or two. So we hand him, stupidly, we hand him like this fanny pack that had the weed in it. But that's also where this cough syrup, and I'm talking like maybe like a like a shot, like like a capsule size, like a cap plastic cap thing on top of the cap, like shot of uh, of the cough syrup, and then maybe two or three Adderall. And so the guy looks through the bag and he's like, "Oh, like you know, you guys fucked up. Like this this stuff's all like a felon in Texas, basically. And tries to do all this like you guys are fucked now thing." And we're like, okay, like, God damn it, whatever. Like, can't do anything about it, I guess. So they walk us into the station and they handcuff us to these, like, chairs. And then, like, one by one, they, like, take us into the other side of this huge open room. And, like, try to, like, they, like, very sloppily, like, pat us down, you know, and, like, ask if we have any more fucking drugs. And we say no and then try and get us to, like, say who like owns the drugs or whatever but like none of us would say anything because like at the time like two of the people had like priors and then like i was going to school on student loans so if i got charged with like a drug thing i would like lose my school money and have to like drop out and then the other guy just like you know like he didn't want to fucking fess up to it or whatever So they separate us into two groups and throw us into these holding cells. And we're in these holding cells for like five or six hours. And it was like 60 degrees or 70 degrees in those cells. It was fucking cold. Right. And it's just like a metal slab to to sit on. And then just like a little fucking toilet to, you know, take a shit in or whatever. And finally, like one of the guys whose like parents owned the van, he was like, fine, fuck it. Like it was my stuff. Like I'll take the wrap. I just want to get this over with. So. They sign over the van to me and they're like, okay, look, like we are going to, um, like a cop is coming and the cop is going to take that guy, like, and put him under arrest. And then you guys are going to follow him, drive and follow him to the police station where you're going to hand over the vehicle as evidence. 
you know it's like and if you try to run we'll like fucking you know we'll run you off the road like all this kind of like you know big texas justice stuff again like all of us are like in our late teens early 20s and weigh at most 115 pounds you know what i mean so we get to the police station and hand over the vehicle all of our gears in it they put our buddy under arrest um (laughs) there was a really awkward moment where we had to like claim our possessions that were like in our pockets and stuff and so i grabbed all my stuff and i had like a condom in my wallet and so i like had to claim like a single condom and then the cop like made a bunch of like weird like insinuations that like we were all having gay sex with each other in the van which was like very funny i mean it's still very funny but it was like really funny at the time how like like grossed out he was that like i had a condom (laughs) and you know what i mean like what you need a condom for in a van full of boys like that kind (laughs) of shit so um we get the three of us get released one guy's in jail three of us get released and they basically tell us like oh yeah like you can call in like later today or like tomorrow and and figure out like what's going on so we're like okay and um we talked to the guy who's about to get arrested he basically was like you know like don't tell my parents like i'll we'll we'll figure it out like blah 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 like all right cool so we're in a little town town of sierra blanca texas which we find out is just completely um inhabited by border patrol it's like a border patrol town very 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 small and there's like a diner a gas station like two motels like a trailer park then like a suburban neighborhood like through 12 school and that's about it right so we walk to the other end of this town and there's like a motel and there's like some migrant workers and like um some other like just people passing by staying and we get a room and we end up spending the next few days basically just like hanging out in this motel room calling the police station every couple hours to find out what's going on with our friend and um it finally gets to the point where it's been like a few days right and so we're calling our friends back home and we're like i had to call my parents to ask for money for this motel because we're going to be there more than like a night or two so we had to get like extended stay um we don't have a vehicle we're like stuck here we don't really know what to do because we're in the middle of nowhere um like a hundred miles from like a grocery store middle of nowhere and um yeah so eventually um our buddy we we can we get to uh talk to our buddy who's inside and he says that he's going before a judge like later that day and then like they'll be letting him out and all this stuff right cool awesome so while this is happening again like we are living in a motel off the highway in deep west texas there's nothing to really do and so the two other people who i'm with are like real antsy and real like fuck it like we'll do whatever vibes like entertain themselves i was completely fine just sitting in this motel room watching like marley and me on repeat or whatever was on like the four channel that was in there just to kind of like disassociate my way to a point where we could like leave and um so at this motel there were these two people who were kind of like lurking around right they had like a truck and they were a couple it was a man and a woman and they were like real methy real rough looking and they were just like kind of lurking around right and so we would sit outside and like smoke cigarettes and like do whatever and they'd always be kind of like looking at us and like trying to talk to us and the other guys would like talk to them a little bit but i would always like go inside because i didn't want to didn't want to deal with anything didn't want i like wasn't in the mood right 
And so this kept on happening where like the other two guys would like kind of hang out with this like methy couple and I wouldn't. And then finally, like one day, it was the day that we learned that our buddy was getting out like the next day or whatever. Right. And so uh, we get invited to like hang out with them like and do all this stuff and and we're just like i don't know like blah 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 like i don't really want to but like we end up like kind of hanging out with them like in this parking lot and it was fine it was a little weird but it was it was fine um and so now it's like we're like buddies or something i don't fucking know and so the next day um our friend gets out of jail and we go to the diner and of course, like everyone who's like in this town, like knows that we're out of town. We've been there for a couple of days now. Everyone knows we're from out of town. Our buddy's in jail. We're waiting for him to get out, blah, blah, blah. So he gets out. People in the diner are clapping. Like we eat, we go back to the motel. We're hanging out. And um, the methy people show up and they're like, hey, like blah, blah, blah. Like your buddy's out. Like let's celebrate. Let's party in our place. And the other guys are like, okay. And I'm like, this is a terrible idea, but whatever. And so they're like, okay, look, like we have food. If you guys buy a 30 rack, then we'll like celebrate. And we're like, all right, whatever. So we go to their house, which is about two miles down a dirt road. And it ends up being a single wide with like a very shoddy addition built on the back in the middle of the desert. Right. So we're just like, fuck. Okay. So we get out and we're like running around. They're showing us around the property <clears throat> and, um, you know, the guy's like, oh, do you want to see something cool? And we're like, all right. So we're walking in the brush and we see like this tree with like a thing tied to the top. And, you know, he explains like this is a place where, um, you know, illegal immigrants that cross over the river, they look for these spots and there's like clean water and food for them to get cleaned up. And then they walk to the highway to get like, you know, picked up as hitchhikers, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, oh, that's cool. And the guy's like, nah, fuck that shit, you know? And so he, like, dumps out the water and, like, dumps out the clothes and, like, stomps on them and stuff. And we're like, oh, uh, okay, whatever. So we go back to the guy's house, and we're, like, stranded. Like, we don't have a car. Like, they drove us out there. Like, we are, like, stuck, right? And um, this other group of people show up who are, like, living in the motel. And we're all, like, sitting around. And uh, we're drinking beer and listening to, like, music on a jukebox. And it's, like, kind of chill. It's kind of weird, but kind of chill. Um, context. So the couple that live in this trailer, the guy was full of prison tattoos, like stick and pokes. He had game over tattooed on his eyelids. Um, just like, you know, crazy tattoos all over his body. The girl had snitches or a dying breed tattooed down her arm. Like they definitely were, were something, you know, and they had like all these like very methy, like physical ticks and stuff. Um, so we are hanging out outside and then all of a sudden we hear like something coming down the road, right? And nothing was coming down this road, right? Because the road basically led from the town to the river. And the guy who lived in the trailer was like, oh shit, like, you know, turn off all the lights and the music and get, like, and get behind the trailer and like down. And we're like, what? And he gets real serious and he's like, turn everything the fuck off and get the fuck back there now. So we're like, okay. So we run behind this trailer and get down and then we see like a tractor trailer, a 16 wheeler riding down the road and it's flanked in the front and the back by two dirt bikes and two four wheelers each. Right. So there's, you know, four dirt bikes, four four wheelers surrounding this fucking truck. 
that's going towards the river. And we're like, what the fuck is that? You know, and the guy's like, oh, that's the cartel. And if they see us outside, like if they see us, see them, they're going to come over here and kill all of us. And that was like some real shit. Cause when we rolled into the town, like two days beforehand, like some dude went fishing with his son and saw the cartel doing like a border crossing and like shot the, shot the guy and like left the son alive or some crazy shit. You know what I mean? So it was, there was like a lot of like, uh, warnings on like the radio and like in the gas stations and stuff where it's like, don't go camping. Like don't go fishing unless it's like designated areas. Cause like it's wild down here. Right. So we're like, Oh shit. Right. So we kind of start hanging out again. And then we hear them coming back like a half hour, 45 minutes later, and then they leave and everything seems to be cool. Um, so we go inside to eat dinner and they're like, Oh, we got hamburger helper. Like blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay, that's cool. And it tastes kind of weird, but also like, you know, it was like cooked on like kind of, you know what I mean? It's like not ideal cooking conditions. So like, it was fine. Like it was, it was like a little sweet, but it was okay. And so we eat and we're drinking beer and the couple who lives at the house starts drunk and, um, they start talking about their child and we're like, what the fuck? And, um, so then they go on to explain that, you know, that they were pregnant and they, um, had a child a stillborn and all that stuff and so we're like oh my god that sucks like like we're so sorry and they're like oh no it's okay like do you want to see pictures and then they had just like pictures of like this stillborn baby in like baby clothes like hanging up on this mantle in their house acting like it's completely normal and we're like oh dude like what the actual fuck right like it was really fucking gnarly they had like the bedroom like set up for the for the kid that like obviously no one went into type of thing but like the rest of the house was like real messy and grimy and we were just like oh fuck okay like this is getting getting kind of weird we should leave soon but we keep on drinking and we're hanging out and then uh just kind of like out of nowhere they start talking about like illegal immigrants coming around and um the guy just starts talking about how easy it is to uh kill illegal immigrants as they are crossing the border and so you know he tells us this whole like oh yeah like you know you see them and you you can lure them into the house with like food and water and then like you know you can like just kill them and then he goes on to describe like getting rid of bodies you know and so he's like oh yeah you just like you take the meat off like it's like a deer or something and you take the bones and you crush them with a hammer in a sack and spread it around the desert and then you take the meat and grind it up and like trade it or sell it like it's like wild game and no one knows the difference and we think they're just like talking like wild shit you know what i mean like none of us believe that they actually do this stuff it's just kind of like a theoretical thing or something we're like all right whatever dude like ha 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 sure and so i go to the refrigerator to get more beer and when I go into the refrigerator, like the freezer door is kind of open and I look inside and there is nothing in there, but like hand packaged, like huge quantities of meat. And these people, like they didn't seem like hunters and they did not have any money. They didn't really have anything in that bridge. And so I put two and two together and I was like, oh no, like, oh no. Do we just like eat like an illegal immigrant? Do we just like eat somebody? Like, what the fuck, right? So I go back to the group, and I kind of, like, isolate my guys. And I was like, we need to get the fuck out of here, like, right now. And they're like, what? And I was like, we need to go. Like, we need to get out of here. 
And so I make up some excuse, like, is why we need to leave. And then we do leave. And, like, I tell everyone what happened. And, like, I think they all believed me. And, like, they came to the same conclusion as I did. It was, like, one of those things where, like, we've all talked about it. But, like, it was so fucking wild and so crazy that it's kind of just, like, maybe you should repress that. <laughs> maybe you should repress that memory, you know? And so, like, a couple days later, like, we, um, we get the van back. And someone from from Hagerstown comes and picks us up and like there were a bunch of like wild dogs that were hanging out at these people's house and they were like going to kill them all on like the day that we were leaving so we like went to say bye to these people which was really a cover for us to like steal a dog so then we like left with like a dog in tow it was just that was like one of the wildest weeks of my entire life but yeah I mean that is probably um the story of me being a cannibal i think that i think that i'd eat someone who was murdered in the desert um which sucks <laughs> but uh yeah uh so that that's that um <laughs> yeah if you like the show please like and subscribe thank you very much for listening andrew and i really do appreciate it um give us the good reviews you know the tell your friends all that stuff but if not just keep on listening that'd be cool too But yeah, uh, take care of yourself and the people around you, and don't forget to tell your friends you love them. 